Action Starfighters. <laughs> Welcome to Mad Science Films. I'm Jimmy P, filmmaker and sexual astronaut. And as ever, I'm joined by my broken co-host. Broken. God, stop looking into my soul, Jim. James <laughs> Morris, you want to have the Mad Science Films team. What's up? Uh, so guys, if you've been liking the Mad Science Film content, then please come stalk us on Facebook. Subscribe us on YouTube. Uh, remember any comments in either's in the comment section down below. Let's crack on with the show. Nice. Also, guys, please check out our fourth feature film for free on YouTube. Just search for Little Monster. Click on the link in the show notes below. This week, it is my choice again. That's right, peeps. You're welcome. So we're campaigning for a I've got of it. <laughs> so we're campaigning for a forgotten masterpiece of genre cinema to be given the beautiful Blu-ray treatment. This week is my choice. And I have gone with 1980s Hong Kong classic, We're Going to Eat You, directed by Choi Hak. All right, then. Ready for the synopsis, Jim? A secret, <laughs> a secret agent investigates a village that is populated by crazed inbred cannibals. That's right. Does what it says on the tin. So, Jim, regular viewing in the Morrissey household? Uh, no, no. I've never seen this film before in my life. Uh, I should have watched this recently. It's been a, a week or two since I've watched it last. So, uh, I'm just going by my notes here. But anyway, um, what did I think about this film? So, it was. Uh, I often say this with some of your recommendations. It's fucking mental. Um, it was very different, but then had a lot of elements which I could see from other things as well. So it was, uh, the ingredients were kind of familiar, but as a concoction, very unique. Um, I'd say that. Some real good humor in it. Some really good, funny moments. Some good characters in it too. Uh, now, this is a gory horror film, but it almost felt like a Western, like the way the kind of this stranger rolls into town, albeit a town full of fucking cannibals, and then starts kicking the sheriff's ass and all that kind of stuff. So it had a, it had a, it had a Western feel to it. Um, it's a really fucking interesting character, particularly the giant rapey woman who just likes to, who's just a horny motherfucker and she's very big and very, very intimidating. So uh, that was a cool one. A lot of really good gore. Um, as a story, it felt a bit mental. It felt a bit kind of chaotic, but I think that was pro probably what they wanted it to be, I guess, just mental. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I just come from my notes there, yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Mental, mental fun. Yeah. So my introduction of this film was, I, again, I read about it. Do you remember we had a chat with Adam way back when we were talking about Asian horror and I had uh, a book about Hong Kong, like action cinema and horror cinema. Mm -hmm. And there was one where like the synopsis was pretty much what I just read from IMDb and the title, We're Going to Eat You. So I was determined, like when VCDs were like available and everything, I was determined to track yeah. this down. I found it back in the early 2000s and it just stuck with me for the exact reason you just said, mate. It kind of blends these multiple genres and tonally is all over the place. And yet somehow it works. Like, mm. do you know, like those world buffets 
<laughs> that you get yeah. uh where you know like you'll have like the mexican counter right next to like the, the <laughs> counter and you yeah. just put it all on your plate and you go that reminds me of this film there's just, just everything in there it like i honestly haven't picked up on like the western thing but i think you're absolutely right mate just in terms of the structure of it and the setup yeah you know like secret mm-hmm. agent man comes into town and and the town mm-hmm. is something you know something's up with the town and he's got to fix the problem yeah that is a classic western like structure yeah. so yeah yeah absolutely agree with that but also it combines like these other three genres so you've got like the impressive gore um of you know your, your italian splatter movies of like the the 70s you've got like the funny slapstick of like charlie dating back to charlie chaplin but then more recently or at least more contemporary to this film of like the jackie chan comedy films yeah. like uh, yeah. wheels on meals and, and all these other ones yeah. um and then you've got the aerobic martial arts that you get in the traditional you know kung fu movies of like the shaw brothers and, and that kind of period and mm. somehow it it fucking works and it shouldn't do like tonally you're going from like that wacky comedy um and there's a few of those characters there's like the thief character who's kind of on the run and runs into the very dominant uh woman that we were talking about earlier um but then at the same moment you know you'll turn around and like hands will be locked off and put in a big pot to be cooked and it works and they don't shy away from the gore they don't shy away from like the kung fu and they don't shy away from the crazy slapstick comedy it's all turned up to 11 and it kind of and somehow it works and it and it shouldn't do and i don't i think it's because Troy hark just kind of commits to all of it and this is one of his early films so i'm not quite sure of the release of these but it's definitely either his like first second or third film because he had three come out within a few months of each other uh, some people think this is the first one he shot. If this is your first feature film and you're juggling all of these different genres, like transposed onto the Western genre structure, hats off to you, man, because you've done well. You've done really well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there isn't like a poor performance in there. They all there's the straight man, the secret agent guy. He does what he has to do really well. There's the love interest where stuff goes really wrong. And again, that's played. It, it, it's that comedy thing, isn't it? Where they, they've got stuff playing for laughs, but then they've got other bits where, they, where they're playing it absolutely straight, but it works as a comedy, but it also works as pretty horrific. Yeah, it, it, it definitely took some twists and turns, didn't it? Because it, it, it was kind of ramping up to be this kind of really gory, fucked up kind of cannibal film. And then it goes a bit like Life of Brian, and uh, then a bit fucking Clint Eastwood. And, and and it's like, ooh, what am I supposed to... Uh, sometimes I feel like, how do you want me to think about this film? Like, how do you want me to feel about it? Yeah. And sometimes I get a little annoyed when you're trying to set me up for a scare and to, and to really kind of freak me out and scare me, but then you want me to laugh then at this slapstick. So I get a little annoyed with it, but then it kind of works in, in, in a weird way like yeah. do you know what I mean because yeah. but yeah they 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 definitely went for it in every capacity with this film and um, yeah. and you can't you cannot say this is a half-assed film at all no, if anything it's about uh, uh like two and a half asses i would say at least i mean what what's interesting is this kind of came out during the period in hong kong cinema where like a lot of like 
extreme horror um, and quite a bit of like, you know, sex and nudity. So they invented their own category, which was kind of, which was called category three. So it's kind of like a hard 18, right? And it became a genre unto itself. Um, and I've seen a few other films from, from that kind of period. Uh, again, they kind of love their cannibal films. Um, there was like um, Dr. Lamb and, and other films like that. Um, but for me, this is the one because of the comedy element that has just stuck with me from like the early 2000s. So yeah, easily, I saw this easily 20 years ago. Um, and when I you know, was thinking about ideas for this show, I was like, you know what? I don't think this has had a Blu-ray. Now, one of the difficulties, and I think we said this with a few of our earlier like Hong Kong picks, is that often the, the, the condition of um, the prints for Hong Kong cinema have not been looked after. So if a Blu-ray label was to pick this up, I think they've got a bit of work in terms of restoration. And often mm. the subtitles are kind of like hard-coded, you know, basically burnt into the print itself. So whether there is a print out there yeah. which doesn't have the subtitles and therefore they're able to add it in later or not, I don't know. But I think Choi Hark, he's very well respected in uh, Hong Kong cinema. Uh, both as a director and as a producer he produced a lot of john woo's like early gangster stuff like a better tomorrow and a better tomorrow too he went on then and directed better tomorrow three uh i think he produced the chinese ghost stories which we've talked about way back when when we were talking about like the jitters the american mr vampire kind of film um and he's probably best known to western audiences is when john woo came over to the u.s and made hard target with jean-claude van damme started this trend then of like Hong Kong uh, directors and producers making Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. So Choi here made two. He made um, Knock Off with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Natasha Henstridge, uh, which for me always sticks in my mind because the UK trailer played Prodigy's Firestarter through it for no discernible reason apart from it was like popular song and kicking. Um, and then he also did the bizarro Jean-Claude Van Damme, Dennis Rodman movie, Double Team as well. Oh, yeah, so yeah. he's, you know, he's got a lot of, um, yeah, movies under his belt. He's directed, I think, over 100 films. Um, well worth checking out um, this film in particular. As I say, it's either his first, second or his third film. Um, and, and for that kind of start, he's done a hell of a job. Hell of a job. Mm -hmm. So, Jim. Yeah. What label do you think would be best to put this bad boy out? Oh, I've got to be honest, but I, I, I really am not sure. Um, cut this bit out. I'm going to look back. I'll the list there. I thought I wrote some down, but I didn't. I, I'm not too sure, mate. I'll leave this in your capable hands. Um, right. it's very I'm going cool to go with I'm going to go with 88 films. Uh, they've put out a lot of other Hong Kong or Asian 70s, 80s horror. Uh, yeah. I think they put out a really good version of Hex and Boxer's Omen. So for me, this would be well within their, their kind of territory. Um, if 88 films weren't interested, I'd probably go with Eureka. They've been putting out a lot of Hong Kong more martial arts stuff, mm. but same time period as well. So I think, I think that would be a good mix there. Uh, so yeah. Those are my recommendations. So, Jim, you've watched We're Going to Eat You. What film is ideal and perfect to, to follow it up with? 
I think they made a good point earlier with the Jackie Chan. I think uh, some of his earlier films, that slapstick kung fu martial arts, I think definitely, uh, if you want to have a bit more of that. Um, yeah, on that, there's um, Choi Hark, so the director of this, also directed Twin Dragons, which got the oh, okay. big UK video release back in the day. So that's Jackie Chan playing twin brothers, uh, yeah. one of which is a kung fu master. And, I, and from memory, it's going back a bit, the other one is either a composer or a violinist. Um, so yeah, you know, that might be an ideal yeah, yeah. kind of like pickup. I remember loving that video video shop in the day. It was yeah. one of the, the few Jackie Chan movies, like the Hong Kong ones that uh, my local blockbusters had back in the day. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and for just some for more kind of cannibal stuff. I mean, Cannibal Holocaust is one of, is one of the notoriously... Uh, gruesome kind of the cannibal film so if you if you wanted that kind of tone to carry on um and avoid any of that slapstick kind of humor then then dig that out yeah so many of us like green inferno and uh yeah, definitely I, I think the gore the gore in yeah. we're going to eat you felt very much yeah again yeah. It's, sim it's, it's similar isn't it because like the italian films did like a lot of rip-offs of like you know hollywood stuff and Hong Kong then was almost ripping off the Italian stuff. So mm. yeah, 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 absolutely good call. Bit of blending and borrowing of uh, ideas. Yeah, that's, there. that's a much nicer way of putting it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, and if you kind of want, to, I mean, I don't think they did a film, but if you fancy just some mental village cannibalism horror humor, then go watch Legal Gentleman because that has got a lot of that. They did uh, do a film. They did do a they film. Did, yeah, film. they did. Yeah, they I remember seeing it at the cinema. That was a weird yeah. experience. Yeah. Uh, or watch a TV show because that's brilliant. But uh, yeah, yeah. Good call. Good call. Okay, I've I've tried to find things which blend the cannibal horror with comedy so i've gone with cannibal the music from the south park guys uh brilliant i think that was their, their first ever feature film put out by troma uh absolutely hilarious you know very much takes the the humor which they made famous in south park and adds it into the um yeah the, the story yeah. of cannibalism in early frontiers uh america ravenous uh with uh robert carlisle and guy pierce um very dark humor melded onto a cannibal storyline yeah definitely worth a watch um that's a film that doesn't get enough love nowadays no it's a really good film that was within the first dozen dvds i ever bought so yeah mm. that's that's definitely worth a watch going a bit more serious a bit more serious with your cannibal films cannibal apocalypse so that's one of my favorite italian ones so that's the one where it starts off in nam and the cannibalism is almost like a disease. So if you get bitten yeah. by a cannibal, I'm a cannibal. John Saxon, yeah, amazing shots. Yes, absolutely love it. It's my love favorite. Went to the sewers, then they at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. really good. So it's it's it, it's it's kind of a cannibal movie, but basically it has the structure of a zombie film. It's like really intelligent film, yeah. zombies, basically. Yeah. Uh, my absolute favorite of those original Italian cannibal movies. Mm -hmm. um, and then back to Troy Hark with what either might be his first or his second or his third film. Again, it's a bit of a muddle butterfly murders so this was back on prime video way back when i didn't get a chance to check it out in advance but it's kind of a hong kong jallo movie um and that's all i'll say about it definitely mm. recommend it uh, as i say Troy harky's done loads of really really good films but that one was obviously similar time period and similar yeah. kind of tone less of the comedy but um, yeah, horror, action, martial arts kind of stuff going on there. So yeah, so that's my recommendations. 
So guys, have you seen We're Going to Eat You? What did you guys think? Do you agree with our summation of the film? Uh, what films do you reckon uh, would go nicely with We're Going to Eat You? Or are there any other films that you think we should check out and uh, deserve a beautiful Blu-ray treatment? And Jim, what else can peeps do? Right, guys. Well, you can first off, you can like this video. Uh, you can, uh, well, if you enjoy the Mad Science Film content, then why not come follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. And remember, if you have any comments, you leave those in the comment section down below. Thank you and goodbye.